Welcome to the Moms Who Money podcast, where every week we chat about all things related to money, mom life, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Eileen Joy, and I am a money and mindset coach for moms, teaching you how to confidently go from living paycheck to paycheck to making money easy. Money doesn't have to be hard. It is possible to break the chains, and I'm going to show you how. Get ready to join the Moms Who Money. Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Who Money podcast. Today, I am going to talk about how to protect your money and your identity. So important with so many cyber crimes going on right now, especially during this holiday time. This conversation is so important. So get your pen and paper out and get ready to take some notes. But before we get started, I took a week off last week and it was amazing. It was so amazing. My son had off from school and I just said, you know what? Let's just spend time together. And it was freaking fantastic. We both rested. I rested so much. It was amazing. Right before he had off from school, I went to a resort, a spa resort, and I spent 24 hours at the spa resting. I spent most of my time in a bathrobe. (laughs) It was amazing. It was a mom's dream come true. I got a facial. I relaxed. I ordered food. I was just chilling out completely and totally relaxed. And then I went to my room and I took a nap. It was amazing. I got up. I went and I had dinner. I came back to my room. I put the TV on. I chilled out in the bed. I took all the pillows from everywhere and I wrapped them around myself and I just laid there in the bed. It was amazing. It was amazing. And I can't wait to do it again. Mom's dream. I highly recommend it. (laughs) Self-care. And then when I came back, I just got to spend time with my son. It was amazing. We watched lots of Netflix. We went hiking. We took art classes together. We played a lot. It was so fun. My son loves to create games, so he created some games that we played. His games are fun. We always have a lot of fun. And we just enjoyed each other for a week. It was phenomenal. I never wanted it to end. And then he's going to be off again next month for like two and a half weeks. It's amazing how how much time they get off from school. So yeah, we're going to be spending some more time together. Lots and lots of love time. We're in the thick of the holiday season right now, right? In the thick of it, right? We just had Thanksgiving. All the holidays are coming up, the December holidays, Hanukkah and Christmas and Kwanzaa and just all the holidays, right? They're all coming up. And, you know, I talk a lot about on social media, especially um, shopping, you know, and how to protect yourself from spending too much, first of all, and how to really prepare yourself for these holidays. It's so interesting because around this time of year, it's like we feel obligated to have to buy gifts for everyone. Just anyone that we're around, we just feel like we have to buy gifts. And you know what? We don't have to. We don't have to. There's so many other ways to celebrate this time of year. And my son and I do a lot of volunteer work. We just give a lot more of our time. And yeah, we give gifts too. But 
this time of year, it's really, it shouldn't be just about giving gifts. You know, it really shouldn't. And it is. And that's what it's become. And because of that, everyone's just shopping, 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 shopping. And no one's really paying attention. So you've got your Black Friday, your Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, and then comes Giving Tuesday, which is today. Giving Tuesday, right? So think about how do you want to give? How do you want to give? Do you want to give time? Do you want to give money? What do you want to do? How are you going to give back? There's so many ways to do it. You can work a food bank. You can go help Habitat for Humanity. There's families out there, so many families that need help, especially my neighbor. My neighbor's house went up in flames on Thanksgiving, in flames, and they just moved in recently. They just moved in, and now they can't even live in their house. Their house, seriously, is covered in blue tarps. It's so sad. There's so many people out there that could use some help, some assistance, just anything, you know? And so maybe think about doing something like that. Find a local family near you that can use some help with something. Maybe you have stuff around the house that you can gift to them. Anything that you can think of where you don't really have to spend money on random gifts for just random people. You know, every year it's like you you feel like you just have to give gifts, 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 and you're spending, 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 where you can just maybe give more of yourself. So I am gifting all of you a free masterclass for Giving Tuesday. It's free. It's called the Money 101 Masterclass. This masterclass is perfect for the beginner. The beginner who doesn't know where to start. You know that you want to take control of your money, right? And you really have no idea where to begin. You just have all the information swirling around, but you really don't know where to start. Like, what do you specifically do with your own money? So this is the masterclass for you. We're going to cover all the fundamentals of money and how to begin. We're going to talk about the buckets, how to save, how to invest, how to give, and how to spend. So this is how you're going to get started. And this is how you can create the plan for yourself as well as your kids. So all you got to do is just email me or send me a DM on social. All of my information is in the show notes below. Or you can simply just go to my website, momswhomoney.com, and contact me through there as well. All my contact information is on my website. It's very easy. Shoot me. So free Money 101 Masterclass, my free gift to you on Giving Tuesday, just for being a loyal listener of the podcast. And I need to take a second to brag about my client, Megan. So Megan has come so far so fast. Megan's married, and she basically takes care of most of the money. And Her husband really wasn't very involved, and she always wanted him to be, but didn't really know how to get him there. So, you know, it seems obvious, but when you're really in it, you 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 don't you don't see it. You know, like when something's right in front of you, you 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 don't see it. Sometimes it takes someone else to just tell you what's right in front of you. You know, and so for her, in her particular situation, it was all about communication and just talking openly about money in the house, right? They never had the money conversations in a healthy way and in a productive way, in a constructive, intentional way. During our coaching, 
I coached her on how to approach her husband and talk to him about money. It's been a really short time since they've been communicating about it in a really intentional way. And today, she had contacted me to let me know that she was so excited because all of a sudden, her husband was just jumping in and taking control over some of the money issues that they were discussing that they wanted to tighten up. And he just took care of it. Whereas in the past, she would have been the one taking care of it. And this is huge. This is huge. And so, like, it's just going to get better and better and better for them. You know, this is only just the beginning. And so their relationship is strengthening because of it. And they're tightening up their money now. And they really are working together on their money goals. It's just amazing. And I'm just, so, I'm so proud of them both. This is huge, huge, huge. So yay, Megan! So excited for both of you. So if you're married, make sure that you're communicating with your spouse. Make sure that you're normalizing the talk of money in your house, just like I do with my son. It's so important to just have healthy communication. So let's talk about cyber crimes. Those cyber criminals that are out there are really hoping that you're not paying attention. And this time of year is really when you're not paying attention. And that's what the criminals want. They want you to not pay attention to what is going on with your money and even your identity. Because these criminals will get you in such sneaky ways. I mean, like you ever get that phone call? <laughs> you get the phone calls of like your car's extended warranty is expired, you know? And it's like all these calls, you get phone scams email scams, text scams, credit card scams, social media scams, and just stuff that ends up on your computer that can wipe out all your information and steal it at the same time. It's really fascinating how it all how it all goes down, you know, and how if you're really not paying attention, you can get scammed so easily and your identity can be stolen, they can steal your credit card information, they can steal your banking information and you know, if it's your bank, you're not getting your money back. With your credit card, you have different safeguards. You really need to be paying attention, really close attention. Like I've even gotten emails that say they're from PayPal, but they're scams. And if you look really closely at the email, you can tell it's a scam. But if you're really not paying attention and it's a quick thing, if you click on that link, whether it be on your phone or on your computer, they can put software that can take all of your information. They can put it on your phone. They can put it on your computer. All your information stolen. It's so crazy, you guys. So you really, really, really have to really pay attention, especially with all the crazy emails we're getting now for Black Friday and all the deals that are going on. It's like email after email after email after email. And if you're just looking at them and clicking on these links you and you're not really, really looking... A lot of these emails could be fake. They could be just created by a cyber criminal looking to steal your information. So I know there's so much information out there right now with all the emails and everything coming in and even the texts. Like sometimes when you get on someone's newsletter, they also get you on their text list. So you get all these texts to your phone. And I'm receiving texts from things I've never signed up for and I have no idea how they got my phone number. And so... Like, I don't even know if I should open it 
you know, like I like, you know, you can open a text and you can write stop, you know, and it'll stop sending. But even some of these, I just delete them. I don't even bother opening them because I'm afraid to open it. Like even just looking at the email address of where it's from, you can tell if it's a legitimate email or not just by looking at the way it's written. And also the text of the email. Are there misspellings? Do, can you tell that it was written by someone that English is not their first language and like it's just not it's something about it just doesn't seem right. Just delete it. Just delete it. If it's really important, you'll get another email. Or you can even go to that company's website directly, which is what I recommend. Uh, I've even received I've received phone calls and texts saying that I purchased an iPhone on Amazon and they need to double check my information. I didn't buy an iPhone on Amazon. You know, and it's like, so I've actually called Amazon directly to let them know that I've been getting these scams just so they have it on record. And there's so many other companies that I've received all this spammy scam stuff. This is another thing, you guys, that you really need to pay attention to as well is your credit cards. And your if you're using a debit card, really pay close, close, close attention to every single transaction. And you want to make sure that you're checking it every single day. I know it seems like a lot, but check it every single day. Because recently, I've actually been a victim of three separate fraud charges on three separate credit cards. And I have no idea how they got my credit card number because I have everything locked down. Everything is on lockdown. I had three different credit cards. One of them, the charge was $1,500 which I was like, what in the world is that? Another one was um, a $16 charge to Amazon, which I know I did not make. And then another one was only $1.99. And I know I didn't make it. That was not my charge. When you find that this happens to you, you have to contact your credit card company immediately. And what they will do is close that card, not your account, but just that card they will close that specific card and send you a new one with a brand new number. And then you are not responsible for paying the charges that are fraudulent. With a debit card, it's very different. With a debit card, you really don't have many safeguards. That's why you need to check it every day. Check it every single day and make sure that the charges that are on there are yours. So here's some, uh, just a few tips that you could take to safeguard yourself, your money, and your identity. So think about two-factor authentication. Now, there's some websites that have it, but you need to have it everywhere, everywhere. You need to have it on your phone. You need to have it on your social media accounts. You need to have it on your credit card, like any app that you have, just everything. If they offer two-factor authentication, which basically means you put in your password and then there's another way that you have to prove that it's you, or it's like that thing that says, are you a human? Check here, you know, uh, or you have to like pick those pictures where it'll say, pick the pictures that have boats, you know, or whatever. And, um, you know, things like that, just to get into your account, it seems annoying, you know, a little extra step, but it's so worth it to not have your identity or your money stolen. So two-factor authentication, um, especially on Facebook, Instagram, people are hacking into other people's accounts and you have your personal information stored in there, you know, so they'll steal your information and then they'll go and they'll try to, you know, become friends with your friends and your friends don't know that it's not you, you know, so you just need to be extra careful. Clearing your cookies 
on your computer and your phone. So nowadays, all these websites, when you go on the website, it'll say there's a disclaimer now. It's on. They have to do this by law that they are saying that they use cookies. That's a really cute name for something that tracks everything on your computer. So you want to constantly clear your cookies and you can do that in your settings. It's very easy. Do it at least once a week. If you can do it more often, even better, but clear your cookies. And if you don't know how to do it, just Google it. It's so simple. It'll walk you step by step how to do it. Get a shredder. If you don't have a shredder, get a cheap shredder and just shred your mail. Shred those credit card offers that you get in the mail that you're, it has all your information. Like if you just throw that in the garbage or the recycle bin, someone can pick that up and potentially open credit in your name using that offer. Make sure you're shredding everything or at least just ripping it up into a million pieces or burning it or something. Just don't let that get in the wrong hands. Anything that has personal information where someone can steal your identity your social security number, protect that with your life. Do not carry your social security card around with you. If that gets stolen, someone can easily steal your identity. Leave it at home in a safe or a firebox. If you're putting it on like medical documents or any document that you're filling out, you don't have to put it on there. There's a lot of places that have a line for your social, but it's really not needed. So don't put it on there. Just don't, leave it blank. And don't give out your personal info, especially when people call you. If they're contacting you and then they start asking you for personal information, don't give it to them. Just don't. Just even hang up. You know, just don't. Do not give out your personal information unless you know the person, obviously. But if it's like a sales call, I mean, you don't know if it's a real sales call. You don't know. And they shouldn't be asking you for personal information. And you'll even see on some websites where uh, like a banking website or any like a utility or whatever, like you'll see on their website, it'll say, our representatives will not ask you for your password or for specific things because they're not supposed to. This is personal information. So keep it personal. Don't give it out. Also, don't write down your passwords on a random piece of paper and leave it around your house. Use a specific type of uh, password protection, like LastPass or Norton Antivirus has a password protection system. There's so many ways, there's so many things out there in companies that are specifically geared towards saving your passwords and keeping them safe. Um, if you do write them down, hide them. Hide them in a really good spot. Hide them. <laughs> Just don't let it, don't, don't put it on a post-it on your computer where everyone can see it. Okay, because that's how anyone can get into your system. Anyone can get to your personal information. Then you want to make sure on all your credit cards that you have a notification, even on your debit card, have a notification that pops up on your phone every single time a transaction is made. So that way you'll know immediately if like, because normally you'll be shopping and then it'll pop up and you'll say, oh yeah, that's the, that's the purchase I just made. You know, I do that at the grocery store. There it is. Okay, it went through, you know, whatever. But that's another way that I have found these fraudulent activity on my account because all of a sudden this thing popped up saying that I made a purchase that I didn't make. That's another way to safeguard your money and your identity. Another really important way that you have to do, no matter what, do it today, is freeze your credit. You must freeze your credit. Must, 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 must. All three credit bureaus, 
Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion must be frozen. And anybody can do it. It's not going to harm your credit or do anything in any way as a detriment to you. It's just supposed to help you. So freezing your credit simply means that you put a notice on it that it's frozen, right? And anyone that tries to open any type of account, take out a loan, open a credit card, do anything with your identity, they can't do it because your credit is frozen. If you want to take out a loan for some specific reason, whether it be a mortgage or a car loan, or you want to open a credit card, then you would just simply unfreeze your credit. You would just go back to the website. You would unfreeze your credit. You can do it. You, they do. It's called a thaw. You can thaw your credit for however long you, you choose the dates. You can do it for a day, a week, two weeks, a month, whatever, or you can completely lift the freeze. Keep your credit frozen. So if you're going to apply for a credit card or something like that, you would maybe unfreeze your account for a couple of days, maybe a week, depending upon the, the you know, if it's a weekend or whatever. And then, um, then you have it, you can, you can automatically make it so that they can, it'll automatically refreeze. And then don't store your credit cards on Google Pay or on basically any shopping website. Just don't store it. Do not store it. Do not put your credit card number on any shopping website. Anytime you need to make a purchase, go get your card and put the number in. It's just to help yourself. I know it's easier to have it stored because, you know, it just makes life a little easier just to have it on there. But, you know, if it's on there, it's easier for the cyber criminals to steal your information. And it just becomes a hassle for you. And then it becomes a pain in the ass. So help yourself by doing these little things. And this is just a tip of the iceberg (laughs) of the things that you can do to protect yourself, your money, your identity, just everything dealing with your financial life. It's so important. This is just a small part of what we do on -on one-on-one coaching as well, is I teach you how to do this. We do it together. I show you step-by-step-by-step how to do all of these things. And there's so many options of different ways to work with me at all different levels. So just reach out. Just go to momswhomoney.com, reach out to me, and we'll make it work. You just reach out, let me know that you're ready to take control of your money. We'll see where you are, where you want to be, and how I can help you get there. There's just so many ways to do it. Just reach out. Thank yourself for taking the time to invest into your financial education today. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, please share on your social media and tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so I can see which episodes you're loving. The only way this podcast grows is by you sharing it. Please rate, review, and subscribe down below. See you next week.